I was invited by the Wakefield guys in particular to, to do one of these founder stories to tell you all some kind of great tale of inspiration, something that caused me to found Tasting Table um, as a great business that would support lots of wonderful careers. It's supposed to be funny, it's supposed to be light, and unfortunately for all of you, I do not have such a tale. Um, I have dug deep into my memory bank, though, in the lead up to the founding of Tasting Table, and I did find something. Uh, Backtrack, December of 2007, uh, I had spent almost eight years as a business manager in capital markets at UBS, the investment bank. Um, I saw the end coming, we all did, and I thought, great, this is my opportunity to go and create something. At heart, I was an English lit major uh, who didn't mean to do anything in finance, but rather wanted to do something fun. I thought this would be it. So I did everything in the wrong order. Number one, I quit my job, and then number two, I sat down and I thought, great, I'm gonna do a startup, I need an idea now. So I went to then Barnes and Noble and bought one of those great books that said I needed to ideate. Wonderful. So I swallowed, uh, I don't know, let's just say dozens of Adderall pills, drank quarts of coffee, uh, did jumping jacks and handstands all before breakfast uh, every morning, would sit down in front of, I don't know, whatever it was back then, WordPerfect or something, and would let the ideas flow out of my silvery consciousness God bless amphetamine salts. I had so many good ideas, it was insane. Um, and then sometime after lunch, I would sober up a little bit and I'd go back to my list and I'd review it and I would end up crying myself into unconsciousness, ultimately. Uh, when all of this was done, after about a month, I had maybe one or two decent ideas and I understood the next step was to socialize my concepts, to send these ideas out to friends, acquaintances, friend acquaintances. Did anybody know anything about these business ideas that I had? or know someone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and not long after I started socializing my concepts, I got an email from a friend of a friend acquaintance who I quickly Googled and determined was a pretty big time investor uh, who had put lots of money uh, behind ideas that he thought were interesting. Um, really kind of quickly, he liked the idea, he liked the entrepreneur and he put his, his, his money behind it. And the email was very clear. It uh, made very clear that he knew that I was in New York City and it said that he would be uh, very happy to meet with me because he was excited about my idea and it seemed like it was something that I wanted to move quickly on. He would meet me for dinner the following night at 7 p.m. at Michelli's in Los Angeles. And I would say that at all of the great moments in my life, there are not, have not been many, but at the memorable moments of my life where you kind of feel those plate tectonics shifting a little bit and you know that life is going to be something a little bit different, maybe a little bit bigger than it had been to date, there was always some kind of test. Not like a you know, the classic agon, like are you good enough, but something that didn't exactly make rational sense. Something that required that you'd figure out the logic later. And this was not the type of investor to whom I thought that I was going to risk replying, nice to hear from you, I'm available on this date and this time. Um, instead, you say it would be my great pleasure to meet you. Uh, I will see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. at Michelli's, and then you go out to United.com, the Tastemakers Airline, and you uh, book yourself a $1,000 flight in coach in a middle seat, and you get on a flight at the crack of dawn the following morning, uh, and you hope that your fate is awaiting you on the other side. Throw logic to the hogs and stomp off into your destiny. Inspiration, right? This is where everything goes sideways. I arrive in Los Angeles, check. I go over to Hertz, the tastemaker's rental car. It has never lost, it's wonderful. I drive to my beautiful hotel, which I have selected because I went to Google Maps. 
and looked up where the restaurant was and chose this hotel to be near that restaurant. This is all so sensible, right? Uh, so far, so good. I went to what was then called Kinko's, uh, and I got my presentation material, which I had dutifully printed. The charts were perfect. The business model was like a poem. No row unnecessary. Everything is going to be great. All my diligence done. Make one last check of the Google map, print it out, because I had a BlackBerry Pearl at the time, if you remember that. Um, and I'm dutifully carrying my uh, pr printout with me because I determined that the safest thing, as an LA moron, I don't know why valet did not occur to me, the safest thing would be to walk uh, the 10 minutes or so from my hotel to the restaurant. So I start walking, and two minutes after I leave my hotel, my BlackBerry Pearl rings, and I answer it. Uh, it is the investor. So great to hear from him. Oh, his meeting finished early. He had no traffic. He's there already having a drink. Come whenever I can. Wonderful. I'm probably uh, five minutes from you. I'll, I'll see you there. And then that feeling started to wash over me. The one where you're walking and you just know something's off because this does not look like a street that is going to have a world-famous L.A. restaurant on it. And as your feeling, your gut instinct um, meets up with the address where you are supposed to be, you look up and you find a somewhat rundown uh, parking garage around the same time that you start to sweat profusely in your finely tailored French suit. And by tailored, I mean tailored within an inch of its life. I was not jogging anywhere in this thing. The phone rings again. Oh, a table has opened up, but they can't seat him until I'm there, so could I possibly hurry? And I could just feel the lie coming out of my teeth. Um, yes, I will be right there. No cabs, just some rundown cars passing every uh, couple minutes or two, three lanes in each direction. And uh, there are a few folks, uh, Red Antler did all of our brand aesthetic and, and design here. The few folks here who I might know um, will know me to have many social disorders first and foremost of which is asking strangers for anything. So I see no cabs, and I'm wearing this suit that is not going to allow me to jog anywhere, and I take a deep breath, and I step off of the curb, and I wildly begin flailing my handkerchief at a Geo Metro that is sporting a jauntily placed Domino's pizza delivery top. And the Geo Metro comes screeching across the three lanes to the curb because clearly a man in so fine a suit while, uh, waving wildly, a handkerchief must be in dire medical condition. And uh, his window's open because clearly there was no air conditioning. And I say, bro, apparently when I am trying to create shared humanity with other men, I call them bro. Bro, I say, the most important meeting of my life is down on Las Palmas and I'll never get there in time on foot, I scream. And Don, I remember his name and I will never forget it. Sweet, sweet Don. Picks up his plastic pizza delivery insulation vessel and sweeps some schmegma-laden CD cases off of the seat. And he says, get in, man, I'll drive you. So I jump in and he gives me the pizza back. No, it goes downhill, people, I promise. He gives me the pizza back, and I'm holding it, and I can already feel, oh, it's a little greasy underneath, but too late now. It's on my finely uh, tailored pants. And uh, he's driving as fast as a geometric will possibly go. He is 
running through yellow lights, and he is squeezing through traffic, again, as only a GeoMetro can, while I, as a petty bourgeois moron, is not happy enough with shared humanity, I start reaching under the pizza and trying to scrounge in my tight pocket to find some money. Can I give Don some money to thank him for what he is doing here for my future, for my destiny, for tasting table? <laughs> and while I am doing that, I do not notice that he is pulling up directly to the restaurant. Not shy of the restaurant, to the restaurant, because I'm not paying attention. Not a block before. And uh, it's a little bit too late by the time that I realize that because as I'm pulling $22 in singles and Starbucks cards out of my finely tailored pant, we are in front of the valet. And the valet is opening the door. And my investor, who I recognize through my Google image search, had stepped outside for a cigarette while he was waiting for me. And there he is, and there I am, with my pizza delivery vessel, and at this point, literally visible pizza grease here. I give the pizza back to Don, aw. I give the pizza back to Don, I give him the 22 bucks. Thank you so much. And I shake it off, and I walk up to uh, my dinner date. I stick my hand out, and I say, Mike, I'm Jeff Bartikovics, and it, it, it is such a pleasure to meet you here for dinner. We go inside, and dinner ensues. So there it is, inspiration. That's, that's the story, and of course, the subtext here is actually that is not the story of the founding of Tasting Table, right? Um, this was actually one of the other concepts which was essentially in, uh, related to uh, luxury mini storage in uh, B, C, and D markets. Um, a business that if we had decided to launch it at that point in the economic cycle certainly would have failed terribly. Um, but there are certainly some lessons in here for all of us. Number one is people calm the hell down and give Apple Maps a chance. If you think hard enough, I promise you all, Google Maps has screwed us all in the past. Number two, when you are hiring salespeople and you get to that scenario building piece, ask them, if you had a sales meeting here that would define the make or break of my company here, how would you plan to make sure that you were going to be at that meeting on time and be successful and make sure that their preparation run of show includes actually going to the location where it is that they're supposed to be? And of course, when push comes to shove, the real lesson is that you have to get overcome your personal petty bullshit and all of your neuroses, and you have to step off of the proverbial curb and find your metaphoric Don the Domino's pizza dude and ask for a little bit of help despite your best self-inflated intentions of yourself. And uh, when the dust clears, and despite all of that, you misarrive anyway, shake it off and uh, stick your hand out and just pretend that things are what you make of them and hope that nobody knows any different, right? Situations are what you make of them. Because, of course, and this is where I get a little self-important, my problem with founder stories is that they're all legends. And that real founder stories, of course, are not the ones that uh, I'm telling you right here. Uh, that one came a few months later when I stopped ideating on Adderall and looked around me and identified a specific need in the marketplace that I could solve with technology and tools that were available to me, the kind of boring stuff. Real founder stories, I think, are probably better told in lines of code or Excel spreadsheets or Google spreadsheets or bad calculations of uh, stories of going to bed early and uh, going to bed early, now going to bed late and waking up early. Uh, tales of luck, in my case, being at the right time at the right place with the right investor, not in that story, but later with Bob Pittman and Andy Russell uh, for the founding of Tasting Table. But those are not very fun tales to tell. 
We create legends of ourselves and our supposed success in order to make it all seem much more magical than it is. And I have to tell you, as I get older and older, I am just fine with telling myself tales to make it seem like it was all worth it. Um, I do hope, though, um, I love the Wakefield guys and Chris Johnson, who uh, has been really wonderful to me as we've launched this thing. I hope that everybody here has found some amount of inspiration, if not from these funny stories, but from all of the uh, great sessions and panels that you guys have had. And I hope that what that inspiration is, is to uh, go back to your desks, put your fingers on the keyboard, and push. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for indulging me. And sign up for Tasting Table. <laughs>